Welcome to the Culture and Inclusion Podcast. This podcast is for you if you care about diversity, inclusion, and belonging. It is for you if you want you and your workplace to become more inclusive. I am Nadej Minois and I'm passionate about cultural diversity. In this podcast, I will share my experience and knowledge to send you on your way to becoming inclusive. You will also hear from guests, experts in the field and sharing their experience with cultural diversity. To make sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button now. And now, let's begin with today's episode. Welcome to this new episode of the Culture and Inclusion podcast. This time, we are going to talk about where the culture of an organization applies. This fits quite well after the previous episode on professionalism. By the way, have you listened to it? If not, go do that afterwards. You will gain a lot of insights. So, it fits with professionalism in that your culture, as where you express your professionalism, is wide-ranging. So, in short, the answer to the question in the title, is an organization culture only internal, is no. An organization's culture is not just internal. Isn't it about us, you will say? Yes. Of course, it is your culture, no question about that. But think about it a minute. How is your culture expressed? And who do you think is likely to get an insight into it by interacting with anybody in your organization? You begin to understand now? So, any culture is internal because it is based on very deep underlying assumptions. I touched on the different layers of culture in episode two of this podcast, if you want to refresh your memory on the general aspects of these layers. But I will explain it again here in light of the title of this episode. So these deep basic assumptions are the internal layer of a culture. It is about what we hold as true or false. For instance, how a culture views time is a basic assumption of that culture. Another assumption is our relationship with the wider world, our environment, nature. And basic assumptions are what that cultural group holds as true or false. So if we return to this idea of time, you can see that the assumption you hold about time will influence how your organization works. Do you deliver on deadline? Do you go back to customers when you say you would do? Or do this matter in your environment, in your culture? When it comes to the other example and our relationship with the world around us, an organization with basic assumptions that it is important will probably have a stronger focus on social responsibility and sustainable development than an organization for which it is less a basic assumption. So what do you hold for true in connecting business, dealing with customers, suppliers, and so on, providing product or services, and about everything an organization is at a fundamental level. This is the basis of your organization's culture. 
and that is internally focused in the sense that it is the basic assumptions of the people within the organization. So then the second layer, the intermediate layer of the culture of your organization are its norms and values. Norms are what is considered right, appropriate and acceptable in a group. Can you talk about politics, religion? Can you say openly how much you earn? Is it okay to challenge your boss if you have a different idea? What is the dress code? These are norms. Values on the other side are the ideals shared by these are often not written down. They are implicit through the actions and behaviors of people in the cultural group, that is, in the organization in that case. And it is here that your culture begins to get external, even if your values and norms are internal to the organization. So first, it is likely that your organization has a list of values somewhere on its website. It is more and more common your norms and values are also the filters through which you will judge, even if it is unconscious, the people you interact with, whether they are internal or external to the organization. Ever wondered why you reacted the way you reacted to someone you interacted with? A customer, a candidate for a position, for instance? And finally, you have the external layer of culture. And this layer consists of the artifacts and products of a culture, that is, the artifacts and products of your organization. This is what we see here, smell, touch, all the external aspects of the organization. This is what someone experiences first when they come in contact with someone in your organization. This is how you do things in your organization, your standards, the expectations, the behaviors you encourage. This is also, if you have offices, the plan and deco the organization has chosen. It is what your people say about your organization, too. And it is all the external aspects that Everyone in contact with the organization, its people, or any of its messages or product that people can come in contact with. So this is a window for the world into your culture, and this is purely external. It is driven, for sure, from the internal layers of the basic assumptions, the norms and values of the organization, and it is how these are translated into actions, behaviors, and messages. But all these are for other people, hence the external aspect of it. So I hope now you can see that with everything your organization and its people do, say, and so on, you show the culture of your organization. You may have a thought here that it will also reflect the culture and personal opinions of the person involved, and not really the culture of the organization. But this is also actually a reflection of your organization's culture, because that shows actually that your people haven't been transmitted your culture consciously, purposefully, in a way that they can convey it. And if people express their own view when representing your organization, you need to make your culture stronger. 
I hope you like this episode and that it will make you ponder and take steps to assess what kind of culture your organization conveys to the outside world. And until next episode. If you listened to this point, it is that you probably liked what you heard. So subscribe, leave a review, share the podcast. I would be very grateful for it. Last, I want to record credit to bensound.com for the music in this podcast. Until next time.